Grain to Glass. This show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Pal. Welcome to Homebrew Mound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Yeah, it is. We got, right. some, we got some class A moms. We do. We yeah. have the best moms. <laughs> All right, so uh, this is kind of a weird one for us. We're only recording one episode. One episode. <laughs> one day, one episode. It's yeah, it's weird. Uh, and right after this, we have uh, we have a brewer coming on, so that'll be fun. Yeah, it'll Pretty be awesome. Excited about that on so, DOO. So check that. Yeah. Out. So unfortunately, we won't be able to run super long with today's episode. That's well. Well, we yeah. won't be able to get sidetracked. I know, right? Dang. We actually have to stay somewhat <laughs> on point. Right. Uh, so, man, what have you been doing beer related? As beer related, um, not a lot. I've been drinking a lot of. Beer watching the Eagles, yeah, um, is yeah. That a, like, uh, like just outside watching Eagles fly around or something. No, no, no. The understand. Philadelphia Eagles, the football team. Oh, oh, oh. They won today. I'll spare you the details because right. you don't care. Yeah, you're but... right. I do not care. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I've been. I went down to Common Man and tried a few beers that I haven't had before. Oh, nice. While watching the Eagles last week, so that was pretty cool. That sounds delightful. Yeah. It was a good time. I always like Perhaps. watching football games in actual like good tap rooms cuz I can have good beer while I watch a game. Right, instead of instead like, of I, like you know, I even enjoy watching a football game. Or actually, I take that back. I enjoy being in a place where people are watching football yeah. if I can have good just beer. Just like the energy. Yeah. It's kind of fun even if you don't like football, just the energy. Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, there's always the other people who don't care too that got drug along. Right. So I can talk with those people. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It's that's perfect for you. Yeah. <laughs> and then when people get cheery, I get an excuse to yell. Like Yeah, and you just you just start yelling. <laughs> I've Woo! seen you do it too. <laughs> so you're not lying. No, no, not at all. <laughs> I just I get caught up in the moment, you know? Like it's one of those things. I've seen where, it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Uh let's see. Be related. I went to the uh well, first of all, uh, Hop and Barrel officially opened. Yeah. And their beers are kick-ass. Are they? I, yeah. I was really excited about it. I knew they were opening. Yeah. Uh, if you want to learn, learn more about them, listen to the so. DOO episode where we had uh, we had Justin and Brian on from Hop and Barrel, the two owners. Uh, they were, t- they, you know, they're they strutting their stuff. and Yeah. I'm always excited for a new brewery in the area. Yeah. Like, that's really cool. And they got a sweet spot down there. Oh yeah, it's it's killer, and like the tap room's pretty. Like the way they have the tap room set up is really cool. Um, they used to be like a wine place, right? Yeah, it used to be a yeah. shitty winery. Yeah. The, the one, the one that made me really angry, and I ranted out about a oh, bunch. Yeah, I remember that one. That's the one it was, huh? Yep. Yeah. And now they're gone. Now they're dead. And now it's a brewery, which is way better. Yeah, it's happy now. <laughs> I don't have any complaints. <laughs> and I got to go on like a little uh, little tour of their. The brew was set up on Friday, on Friday night, and that was you cool. Okay? Yeah, man. For whatever reason, I got a little hiccupy all of a sudden. <laughs> didn't know what happened. Um, then, Fight, uh, yeah, yesterday I went to the release of uh, Dark Knight Returns at Barley John's last nice. night. Nice. How was that? Uh, the beer was phenomenal. It's a twelve percent imperial barrel aged sta- uh, no That's porter. That's a lofty beer. Yeah, uh, they were selling it in five ounce pours. That's a good idea. Yep, it was a very good <laughs> idea because New Richmond's in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, <laughs> and everyone has to drive home. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So went up there. That was uh, it. Was it was really good. the The release it was super low key. I think there was like twelve people in the tap room. For really? The release. Yeah. 
So, and it was, it was like 12 bucks a can. So I bought a couple of cans and it's probably not what they wanted, but it's kind of nice as a consumer to go something yeah, like. Went and had a sandwich chill. and a couple of beers. And yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. Um, other than that, not a whole lot, you know, spent some time at Swinging Bridge and just kind of, just kind of doing the, the local brewery rotation. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, we can't have something exciting and epic every week. Oh, that's not true. I mean, we could if we had more money. And more time. And more time. Well, time is a big thing. We're <laughs> brewing 80 styles. It doesn't leave us a lot of room to yeah. go oh, out yeah, of that's town. Right. Brewing. I knocked out two beers yesterday. Yeah. No big deal, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I was the, working. Uh, yeah, I did the Old Ale and the Winter Seasonal. I was planning to stop up and help, but we just got crushed yeah, yesterday. It was so. well, and the brew day yesterday was brutally long for some reason. Like I started at eight a.m. I didn't finish until like three. Yeah, you were I, keeping me updated. It was <laughs> it, it oh, man. Then then uh, Eric Wood was in town, so I went and grabbed a couple of beers while he drank seltzer water. So that was <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, um, oh that's nice. Yeah. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, no, it'd been a while since I'd seen him too. Uh, I think the last time I saw him was, it was pre-Central Waters last year. Yeah. That was a while ago. Yeah. Because he yeah. was still drinking then. Right. Um, but yeah. So let's let's dive into beer, since we apparently have limited time and it's a bummer. I am okay with that All idea. Right. So uh, we are, speaking of, you know, seasonal beers, we are uh, diving into our autumn seasonal beer in December. Mm. <laughs> it's so, perfect timing. Well, you know, my brother did give me a Christmas pumpkin. <laughs> It's so. just—it's still just—it's still autumn, okay? We're just—we're still doing autumn. And like, I bought that pumpkin when I was making this recipe, so you know, full circle. <laughs> All right, it's perfect. Uh, so, just a reminder: uh, the recipe for this was seven pounds of two row, two pounds of uh, light Munich. One pound of Crystal 40 and half a pound of Crystal 60 for an OG of, it was supposed to be like 1054. I think we came in at like 1060 because we picked up uh, a bunch of conversion from the uh, pumpkins. Pumpkin. Uh, we used Galena as the hops at uh, one ounce at 60 minutes and then half an ounce at flame out. Uh, fermented with American Ale 2, which I'm, I'm finding more and more that I don't care for this yeast too much. Yeah, but we'll kind of dig into that a little bit later. Uh, we spiced it with we used about a gram of allspice and about a gram of cinnamon and a gram of nutmeg, and then I chopped up about ten or five. Uh, oh, I used half a pound of roasted pumpkin per gallon of beer, so I guess it was two and a half pounds of roasted pumpkin. Sure. Um, in in the mash, and then I mashed with the pumpkin. For that, for that good pumpkin-y shit flavor. Uh, <laughs> I like pumpkin beers. I know, I know. And this is I'm, one that we definitely differ on. Yeah, I, I'm the naysayer with pumpkin beers. Yeah. All right, so uh, autumn seasonal beers are beers that suggest <clears throat> cool weather and the autumn harvest season and may include pumpkin or other squashes. Squashes. Squash. All right, uh, and the associated spices. Um, so overall impression, we're looking we're looking for an amber to copper spice beer that often has a moderately rich body and slightly warming finish, suggesting a good accompaniment for the cool fall season and often evocative of Thanksgiving traditions. For December. Um, for December, yeah. Let's talk about some aroma with this bad boy. So the aroma we were shooting for, a wide range of aromatics as possible, although many examples are reminiscent of pumpkin pie candied yams, or similar harvest or U.S. Thanksgiving-themed dishes. Any combination of aromatics that suggests the fall season is welcome. 
the base beer style often has the aromatics from uh, spices and possibly other ingredients. Additional fermentables, such as brown honey or brown sugar, honey, molasses, maple syrup, whatever, may lend their own unique aromatics. Hop aromatics are often absent, subdued, or slightly spicy. Alcohol aromatics may be found in some examples, but this character should be restrained. The overall aroma should be balanced and harmonious, and is often fairly complex and inviting. So let's sniff on this thing a little bit. You've been yeah, sniffing on um, it. Pumpkin? Yeah, cinnamon, there's pumpkin. A little bit of nutmeg? There's a little bit. It's it's No, it's, it's this the spicing is very subtle. Like yeah. it's, it, you get pumpkin right away. Which is what you were going for because yes. your biggest problem with pumpkin beers is the nutmeg. Yes, hate nutmeg. All of the nutmeg is usually in a pumpkin beer. Yep. And so that we went with a slightly light More nutmeg. Subdued, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, big pumpkin. Yeah, there is a lot of pumpkin aroma in this. And I kinda like that, like I well, I do too. It's I'm I'm very excited about it. It, it smells great. It, it smells very pitchforky, not gonna lie. It does actually. Like it does smell like the pitch. I mean, pumpkin. maybe that's because I got all of my pumpkin brewing tips from Mike. That might be it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get them from somewhere, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's kind of a hard one to do because you have this thing that is a plant that you're just putting in. And you kind of got to. Yeah. Like, if you just wing it, it's going to turn out wrong. It's not going to be good. So we got some tips. But it does smell like they're Yeah, pumpkin. but you I, I feel like uh when you when you mash with the pumpkin you get more of a pumpkin flavor instead of like the artificial like pumpkin yeah. pie flavor. Right. Yeah, it's not really pumpkin pie, but it is it's very pumpkiny. Yeah, like if you cut into a pumpkin and then well, no like more a roasted, roasted pumpkin. pumpkin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not like cutting into a raw pumpkin. Yeah. That wouldn't be not great. That would be yeah, that would be bad. All right. Aroma, I think we nailed. I think we did too. Um are you picking up any yeast character, I guess, is the other question. I don't think so. What what yeast do we use on this We They used American Ale 2, and usually, like, American Ale 2, if you don't yeah. keep it cool enough, it has some issues. But, like, some it's, fruitiness and stuff. Smells like it fermented clean. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not picking any of that I'm up. I'm not with picking this, anything up either. Run. All right. Appearance. Generally medium amber to coppery brown. Uh, usually clear, although darker versions may be virtually opaque. Some chill haze is acceptable. Generally has a well-formed head that is often off-white to tan. Some versions with squashes will take on an unusual hue for beer, like orange-like hints. Yeah, we didn't do that. Uh, this is in that copper. Copper. A little hazy. Yep. Not not mad about it. Just No, it's a little bit hazy, but it's yeah. not like... The head sticks around for days. <clears throat> yeah, it's got a lot of head but on I, it. I poured... That one about 20 minutes before you showed up. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still got some head on it. I mean, it's not thick, but it's there. So, yeah, yeah it sticks around. Appearance, I think I think we nailed. Um, I mean, well, a we little got bit appearance. clearer would be nice, but it's not. I'm yeah. not going to knock it off for that. Nah, it's, it's still not, like, opaque or anything yeah. like that. It's not. Like, you can still make out the shadows right. through it. It's just a little bit hazy. So let's talk about the most important part. Eh? The most important part. And a real long paragraph. Yeah, I mean, you can skip a lot of this, anything that doesn't pertain specifically to our beer. So, well, I don't know how to do that on the fly. So oh, let me just run through it. All right, right just run through it. Um, 
Many interpretations are possible. Allow for brewer creativity as long as the resulting product is balanced and provides some spice and optionally sugar and vegetable presentation. Um, Spices associated with the fall season are typical, as mentioned in the aroma section. The spices and optional fermentables should be supportive and blend well with the base beer style. Rich, malty, and or sweet malt base flavors are common and may include caramel, toasty, biscuity, or nutty flavors. May include distinctive flavors from specific fermentables such as molasses, honey, brown sugar, and others, although these elements are not required. Flavor derived from squash-based vegetables are often elusive. The wild or the wide range of special ingredients should be supportive and balanced, not so prominent as to overshadow the base beer. Bitterness and hop flavor are generally restrained so as not to interfere with the spices and special ingredients. Generally finishes rather full and satisfying and often has some alcohol flavor. Roasted malt characteristics are typically absent. So you don't want that roast. I think we might have gone a little overboard with the hops. Hmm. I'm getting a bitterness on the end that I don't like. Um, mm. Everything until the end. Yeah, there's, there's like a lingering. And I don't know if it's like the spices interacting with the hops to give it a perceived bitterness. It may. Because the, the actual IBUs aren't super high. Like, I mean, I guess it is 46. So it's more in that pale ale range. Well, let me take a but, peek. Well, what well, what was our base beer that we used on this? I forget. Because um, this doesn't provide your vitals; it just says the base beer. We yeah, hang have on to do with it. Second here. Um, yeah, so it was more of like a. Uh, I mean, we didn't really stick to a style on the base beer. Looking at it, it's kind of like a. I'd say like an American uh, amber, maybe. Oh, I think that's what we yeah. kind of went for, but we modified it. Like um, it's drinkable. Like I don't, I don't it's, not like it. It's not bad at all. It's j- I think that lingering bitterness is a little out of style. Yep. It's good. It tastes good, and I would buy this beer and drink it because it's actually it gives you that pumpkin up front. But it yep. doesn't leave you feeling like you ate pumpkin pie. No, it leaves you with a like a like a pale ale yeah. almost finish. It kind of is like basically kind of like a pumpkiny pale ale that mixes well. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. hops we used work well with it. It's yeah. I think maybe just a little too much bitterness. Yeah, you know what really bums me out though. I gotta play <sighs> this fucker again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we yeah, do. We do. Yeah. We missed uh, flavors. So. We missed flavor. Yeah, I mean, so I, I get, I get like, I get some cinnamon. I get the pumpkin. Yeah, like, all up front, you get that like almost like you took a bite of pumpkin pie. You get a little bit of like that biscuit, like graham crackery crust. There's a little bit, yeah. Um, and then the problem is like that that fades out. Almost, it's like it's a pretty steep drop off. Yeah. And then and then again, this beer is like kind on the older side too. Um. So that probably doesn't help. But then, like, then you just have this this slight lingering bitterness. And, like, it's not it's not like if you had, like, an IPA that's just, like, super crazy. Mm. Absolutely. But 
It's yeah, the bitterness a, is just too much for this beer. Yeah, and it irritates. It, if this were to mellow out into, if we like, tried it when it was cold, we would be golden. <laughs> if this were to chill out on the end into Ooh. a normal amber, I think we would have nailed it. But it has too much bitterness on the end. Yeah, the more I drink, the less I notice that bitterness, though. Well, yeah, because your tongue's acclimating to it. I know, and I like that. But yeah, there's no way around this. We have. To I actually, this. I like the beer. I think it's a very good beer, and I think this would be a great like modified autumn seasonal. Yeah, no, this would be a good autumn seasonal if we could. And I guess a good way to like, like compare it would be. I think this would sell well in a brewery for people who aren't interested in that pumpkin pie, like the just huge pumpkin pie. See, beer. I think I think if you put this up and you just called it like. The autumn pale, yeah, or the autumn amber, it, yeah. Well, um, this would be an autumn pale, like, yeah. The, the flavor on this, yeah. this. If you if you if you went and called it autumn pale, if I went to didn't brewery, tell anybody that right. there was that there was pumpkin in it, I think this would sell really well. Yeah, if I went to a brewery and bought an autumn pale ale, this would be what I would consider nailing it. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, this is a really good. What's in this? I. What kind of yeast did you use? What kind yeah. of hops did you use? Right. There's a lot of unique flavors here. Yeah. And then you tell them, oh, yeah, no, there's pumpkin in it. Right. I hate pumpkin beers. <laughs> Casey would be deceived by his own beer. <laughs> yeah. No, we definitely missed flavor, but not in a way like we need to dump this beer. No, I know. And it's, it's one good. of those things like flavor generally restrained. But, yeah, no, we definitely have to repurpose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Damn my integrity. <laughs> <laughs> we do have to rebrew. Yes. All right. Uh, Mouthfeel. Um, wide range of interpretations as possible. Body is generally medium to full. On uh, a certain malty or vegetable-based chewiness is often present. I would say this is medium body. I'm not yeah. really getting a vegetable-based chewiness. No. Um, it's a medium body beer for sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh, maybe on the rebrew we bump the alcohol just a little bit too. I think um, so too. We don't get that. We don't get any alcohol, warming, but we did. Warming. I mean, we were shooting for a. I think it was like a five and a half percent beer, right. and that's and we we're right in that five and a half six range, which is what we wanted. <clears throat> yeah, um, because I mean the ranges on here, are everywhere. So yeah, yeah. I think a little bit more alcohol warming, like a little higher alcohol, maybe that six to six and a half percent. Yep. Just a little bit. And drop the hops. And then drop the hops down or use something a little bit less. I, honestly, what I think I'll do is I'll drop the final edition. I think that's a good idea. Um, the hops that are in it work really well with it. Edition. And maybe bring down to three quarters of an ounce of uh, Galena. Like really just kind of drop that. Yeah. Or even maybe half. I think um, halving it would work. Drop IBUs to, well, we're at 40, maybe like 30. I think that'd be a good idea. Like yeah. 25, 30. That would fit you in that range, I think. Yeah. And it would... Because where we're at, we have a great beer. It's just the hops, really, mm -hmm. that are the problem. Add comment. There we go. All right. Well, that was that was fun. That's another a miss. Hey, so that's, well, that's our first miss in a we, while. We've I had think. a we've had a pretty good run of home runs lately. We were bound to get one, and we talked about it on like previous episodes. Yeah, we have that we were due for a 
for, for a rebrew. For just a big screw up. Uh, and this one isn't a big screw up. No, I think it's very off style, but it still was, tastes where great. Where was our last screw up before this one? Well, that whipped beer is probably going to be a screw up. Oh, the saison that we dumped. What? Or that that dumped itself? <laughs> yeah, we didn't dump it. The kegerator dumped it. Yeah. Um, and before the saison, it was the double IPA back in fourteen. That was number fourteen, and we yeah. this is. Uh, autumn seasonal is 33, so... We are not doing too bad, then. Nope. No, 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 no. But, yeah, we got another one for the rebrew list. The 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 bad rebrew list. Well, and, like, I keep telling everybody, yeah, we'll be, we'll be done in, like, September next year, and the more we have to rebrew... Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we got, like... We're going we're gonna to have enough <clears throat> brews to get us through uh, to, or to 2019, yeah. for sure. Well, we've got we've got the good rebrew list, which is the good list, and then we got the naughty list, which are Ooh. beers that were naughty. It's like a Santa Claus. Well, and it's perfect because we're in December, so I'm going. That we got the good list and the naughty list. All right. As far as our beers that we need to brew. All right, we got to start talking about our Let's beer that we're talking. I'm really upset. I could not find one of these today. We're talking uh, the Dunkel's Weiss beer. Yeah. Um, and so like your Dunkelweisens and stuff like that. You couldn't find I, I I went to the liquor store today and I'm you like, dirty failure. this'll be super easy. Like I see Dunkels around all the time. <laughs> nope. We've had this happen before. We yeah. had this happen with the Russian Imperial Stout when we were like, oh, old Rasputin's everywhere. Yeah. And, and no, it's the wrong it. time of year, apparently <laughs> for Dunkels. Like what the hell? I don't understand. Yep. <laughs> it's just, it's just irritating. You it know? is. The one time you need it, you can't find it. But every other time you go to the liquor store, you find it. Oh yeah, no, like you're and you're looking for anything but. You're like, I don't want wheat today. Yeah. You'll go in like in two days, and they'll be like, we just got a big shipment of this in. Yeah. Well, and like the the new employees at the liquor store, they are just they are not beer savvy. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, are you lo-? like, I just spent like, you know, 20 minutes looking through every beer. Yeah. And they're like, oh, can I, can I help you find anything? I'm like, yeah, do you have any, uh, Dunkels? Like any Dunkelweizen? Uh, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> like, basically, can I help you with anything? No, you can't. No, you, well, and I'm like, I'm, I'm always super nice about it. It's just well, like, I'm used, I'm used to like having Miles right. or Julia there. Exactly. And, yeah. Julia's a good one. She yeah. knows what's up. And they're just Johnny on the spot with, yeah. like, hey, I need a Dunkel. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's right over here. Third row. Yeah, you know, fourth it's a one bummer in. when you're like, do you have this? And they're like, what is that? And you're like, I can't be mad because you, you work here and it's not your fault. It's not your but fault. I want you to know. I want you to know so I don't have to look. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I'll miss it. Because I've done that before, too. Yeah. Like, gone to the store, scanning the shelves. Yeah. And just skipped right over it. Yeah. All right, we got. We only have like ten minutes. We gotta hurry. All right, <laughs> that's fine. We, we can All get right. through this. Um, overall impression: a moderately dark German wheat beer with a distinctive banana and clove yeast character, supported by a toasted bread or caramel malt flavor. Highly carbonated and refreshing, with a creamy, fluffy texture and light finish that encourages drinking. So, some banana. Oh, distinctive <laughs> banana. You get lots of banana. Oh, so much banana. <laughs> This goes against everything we stand for. So basically our beer to garden. <laughs> yeah. With more wheat. <laughs> Aroma. Uh, moderate phenols, usually clove, and fruity esters, usually banana. How, wait, what was that? Usually banana. banana. 
<laughs> the balance and intest- in- intensity of intensity. the phenol. I was going to say intestines. <laughs> the balance and intensity of the phenol and ester. Com- ester. Ester. Dang it. Ester components can vary, but the best examples are reasonably balanced. Optionally, a low to moderate vanilla character and or faint bubblegum notes may be present, but should not be dominant. Hop aroma ranges from low to none and may be lightly floral, spicy, or herbal. A light to moderate wheat aroma, which might be perceived as bready, doughy, or grainy, may be present and is often accompanied by caramel, bread, uh, bread crust, or richer malt aroma. The malt aroma may moderate the phenols and esters somewhat. Appearance, light copper to mahogany brown in color. A very thick, moussey, long-lasting off-white head is characteristic. The high protein content of wheat impairs the clarity in this traditionally unfiltered style, although the level of haze is somewhat variable. Suspended yeast sediment can contribute to cloudiness. As in every single beer, suspended yeast sediment will... Make it cloudier. Yep. So that was necessary. Flavor. Low to moderately strong banana. banana. <laughs> Clove flavor. I want to give you some nuggies for that. It was good. Uh, the balance and intensity of the phenol and ester components can vary, but the best examples are reasonably balanced and fairly prominent. Optionally, a very light to moderate vanilla character and or faint bubblegum notes can accentuate the banana flavor. Sweetness and roundness neither should be dominant if present. The soft, somewhat bready, doughy, or grainy flavor of wheat is complementary, as is a richer caramel toast or bread crust flavor. The malty richness, malty richness can be low to medium high and supports the yeast character. A roasted malt character is inappropriate, inappropriate for style. No roasted no roast. malt. A spicy, herbal, or floral hop flavor is very low to none, and hop bitterness is very low to low. Well-rounded, flavorful, often somewhat malty palate with a relatively dry finish. Uh, Mouthfeel. Medium light to medium full body. The texture of wheat as well as yeast and suspension imparts the sensation of a fluffy, creamy fullness that may progress to a lighter finish aided by moderate to high carbonation. Effervescent. I like when they do one-word sentences. They're like, George, we got to put this in here somewhere. I just tack it on the end. Make sure you tell them it's effervescent. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Did that. (laughs) Got it. I feel Uh, like that's just like an editor note on the side (laughs) that just got translated in. Effervescent. Comments. The presence of Munich and or Vienna type barley malts gives this a style gives this style a deep, rich barley malt character not found in a Weiss beer, often known as a Dunkelweizen, particularly in the United States. History: Bavaria has a wheat beer brewing traditional. Really, really, guys, <laughs> really. Bavaria has a wheat beer brewing tradition. Hundreds of years old, but the brewing right was reserved for Bavarian royalty in the late until the late 1700s. Old-fashioned Bavarian wheat beers or beer was often dark, as were most 
beers of the day. God damn, Most guys. beer of the day. Most beer of the day, guys. As were. Damn it, George. <laughs> you like you, you can tell which ones they wrote while drunk. Yeah. Uh, effervescent. <laughs> Pale vice beer started to become popular in the uh, 1960s, but traditional dark wheat beer remained uh, somewhat of an old person's drink. Old people drink this. All right, man. You start the recipe. Uh, characteristic ingredients. By German brewing tradition, at least 50% of the grist must be malted wheat. Although some versions are up to 70%. 70? That's a lot. It's over 9,000. The remainder is usually Munich, Vienna, or dark caramel wheat malts. Or Pilsner malt with color malt. A decoction mash is traditional. Nope. But infrequently used today. We're not going to be doing that. No, we are not. (laughs) Weizen, Weizen, sorry. Weizen ale yeast produced the tradition or the typical spicy and fruity character although extreme fermentation temperatures can affect the balance and produce off flavors so don't ferment it at 900 degrees fahrenheit that would be very extreme style comparison reflecting the best yeast and wheat character of a vice beer blended with the malty richness of a munich dunkel the banana and clove character is often less apparent than in a vice beer due to the increased maltiness. <clears throat> oh, squeaked a little there. Real squeaky. Right. Yeah. Um, vital statistics. These vital statistics. Vital statistics. IBUs, 10 to 18 of them. An SRM of 14 to 23. We're looking at an OG of 1044 to 1056, a final gravity of 1010 to 1014, an ABV of 4.3 to 5.6, a nice easy drinker. You what, can, what kind of SRM are we looking for? An SRM of 14 to 23, my friend. We need to add some caramel malt in here. Go ahead. Go ahead and do that. So our commercial examples, uh, hang with me. If any of you folks know these, whatever language this is, I'm going to butcher all of these probably. But I'm going to try. Einger er Weiss. See, I told you. Einger er Weiss. Etaler Weiss Beer Dunkel. Franziskaner Hefe Weiss Dunkel. Hacker Shore, Vice Dark, Toucher, Toucher, Dunkles, Hefeweizen, uh, Vice Stefaner, I know that one, uh, Hefeweizen Beer Dunkel. Um, that, those are hard to say. Yeah. What language is this? German. Oh, that explains that. I yeah. took four years of Spanish in high school. Too. You took German. I did. I did. I should be doing this. Sorry. Yeah, you should be. You would be able to. I can't do this. I'm trying to pronounce these uh, things. Where's some carafa? There we go. Franziskaner. Franziskaner. Hacker Peshore. I don't know. I'm not good at German. So if there's any German folks out there listening, I'm sorry. I didn't intentionally destroy your language. I'm just not smart. That's all there is, dude. All right. Still just a little over. What was my SRM range? Your SRM is 14 to 23, friend. Okay, got that. 
Uh, OG Ranch. OG 1044 to 1056. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. You can come in, Carlos. We're almost done. Um, Hops. I'm thinking just some... Something easy, right? Saws? Saws seems good. Saws. Seems like a good idea. All right. Um, And IBU range? Your IBUs, you're looking for 10 to 18. All right. And then yeast. We just want a half of Eisen yeast, right? Oh, yeah. That's going to be perfect. All right. Oops. Come on. I know how to spell half of Eisen, I swear. Eisen ale. Okay. I think we got her. I think we got her. All right, ready? Oh, I'm so, this is my favorite part. Tell me the recipe. Five pounds of wheat malt. Five Woo! pounds of wheat malt. Two pounds of Pilsner malt. Two pounds of Pilsner malt. One pound of Vienna. One pound of Vienna. Uh, one pound of... Oh, that's the wrong Munich. I got to get German Munich on here, not... Buddy. I know. I screwed that one up. Buddy, friend, pal. Come on. I'm sorry. I'm doing what I can here. I'm going <laughs> as fast as I can. It's not good enough. I know. All right. One pound of Munich. German. Yep. Uh, then 0. 0.25 uh, pounds of Carafa 3 for color there because I needed to bump that <laughs> SRM up. Uh, yeah, so that gives us an SRM of 16, an OG of 1048, um, and 12 IBUs because we're doing an ounce of Saws at 60, uh, and then fermenting with Hefeweizen yeast. Beautiful. She's a butte, Clark. That is a butte. All right. I love it. I do, too. Now let's wrap this up so we can go record the other show. Yeah. <laughs> So, guys, check out DOO, where we'll be talking more about beer. Right. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week. If you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash studios and become a patron today. Or if you're going to do any Amazon shopping with all that Christmas money you just got, uh, head on over to blindedstudios.com. Click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage. Uh, and, you know, do your shopping that way. And then we get some money back from Amazon. Do it, it up. Cost we know you you're on Amazon. Else. Just do if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios. Or you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.